Are you a sneakerhead? Yeah, boy! A baller? Ballin'. Want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with? Well, get ready, because we got all the details right here. Nice take by James. Oh, he stops! LeBron James puts it down in the face of James Johnson. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! Kevin Durant from downtown. It's a six-point game. And it goes off to Kobe. Good to ride Kobe underneath. Puts his nose on the line again. Makes the basket. He's fouled. Oh, what a play. And Kobe, after he was fouled, after the ball nestled in the net, he waved to a cameraman down in front. Says, take my picture, baby. Sixers running the break. Iverson accelerating to the jam. It's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets, and on the court. Money's gotta be the shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. shoes. You sure it's not the shoes? I'm sure, Mars. Money's gotta be the shoes. And here's your host, Jamel Cutler. What up? Welcome to Kicks. It's time to get spooky. So we have our boy Jawan Moss from the hit show. The Wright Brothers on Discovery Plus. How you doing, my guy? Man, I'm doing well, man. It's uh it's Jawan Mass and the show is Fright, it's it's Fright Club. Oh Fright Club. Fright Club. Yeah, my yeah. mistake, Fright Club. Uh Gravy, how you doing, man? I'm all right, man. So um, so how did you become interested in the paranormal? Because normally, like people like us, you know, like we usually don't dabble in it. And that type of stuff. Right. Man, honestly, we was, I, was, I was filling a space that was untapped. You know, there were none of, there were no black people doing it. And so I'm like, man, we can really be the first in that particular, in that particular space. When we got started, when Dalen and I actually got started on it, the goal wasn't necessarily to be on television. You know what I mean? Like we were really just trying to kind of produce the, the concept and it, it, trans, it transitioned to us actually being on TV. Like our stories, our chemistry, uh, ended up being, ended up being like perfect. Mm -hmm. How did you and Marcus and Dalen come together? Cause you guys kind of remind me of, you know, the black Ghostbusters kind of mixed in with DeSouza and Mero. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, Dalen and I went to college together, Clark Atlanta University, at Clark Atlanta University. Uh, we pledged and we were roommates after college. And that's when, that's when the idea was generated. Uh, we met Marcus. It's funny, Marcus and Marcus Dalen and I were all in the AUC, the Atlanta University Center, around the same time. Uh, but I didn't actually officially meet Marcus until I had graduated, probably around like 2010. Well, I graduated in 08, so 2010, 2011 is probably when I met Marcus. We're about the same age, um, you know, and we grew up with shows like with the Blair Witch Project. I don't know if if you remember that movie mm -hmm. or not, but did that have like a hand in? Um, with your curiosity with the paranormal? It did, it did. Uh, one of the things that I liked about the Blair Witch Project was how it was shot, you know what I'm saying? It was really like found footage style, you know what I'm saying? And uh, like that was one of the first things we kind of implemented when we got started was like taking our own cameras and trying to, and you seeing it from our own point of view. Uh, but Blair Witch was like, Man, that was one of the like classic scary movies back in the day. You know what I mean? Man, I'm not sure if I can be a ghost hunter because like if I'm in the house by myself or anything, like if I hear noise or just anything weird, you know, I'm locking down everything. 
Hundred percent, bro. I feel you. <laughs> you, I'm in my house right now. If you kill the lights in here, I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be shook just for a second. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly what you mean, bro. Yeah, like you know, growing up, I'm gonna be honest. I was afraid to go in my basement for a long time. Facts, man. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mess with the basement or the Ouija board. Oh, uh, see, yeah, we dabble with that on the uh, on a couple of shows, on a couple of episodes. We break out the Ouija board. Nah, man, I, if I was there, I would have to go. Like, even now, you know, at, at 35, you know, you break out that Ouija board, you know, it's time for me to go. You got to get up out of there. <laughs> you got to get up out of there. <laughs> Quick. You, uh, you've had any paranormal experiences? Um, no, not that I know of. You know, I cover games. I cover games at the Garden. The closest I ever came to ghosts, you know, seeing the Knicks curse all my mm. life. So. Fair. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it, bro. You know, they struggling to get past that one. No disrespect yeah, to your Knicks. <laughs> and man, so like, what's the most rewarding part, you know, of this show? I would say the most rewarding part is uh, the fact that we're inspiring so many other people to kind of get into the paranormal or come forward and talk about the paranormal. So ever since we've kind of been in the space, we're starting to see a lot more diversity um a lot more people of color are coming out saying they're like yo i've had they've had paranormal experiences so it's really dope to have people feel a lot more comfortable to express you know some of their own realities uh and not necessarily feel shunned or, or feel crazy for them you know what i mean like i grew up in the church and you know in our community like we weren't celebrating anything ghost related like we couldn't even celebrate halloween you know what i'm saying i used to go to church and it'd be hallelujah night. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we not doing that. Like, we we barely could get to trick-or-treating, but like, if we go trick-or-treating, you ain't putting no costume on. Like, it's like, so I think just to kind of see the growth in that space is extremely inspiring, man. And uh, that's like one of the most rewarding aspects of it for me. I like that you guys kind of go to like the South and like places like Idaho and Indiana, you know, where the cornfields at, because I think those are the spookiest places, especially like, um, especially like plantations in like Alabama, you know, Mississippi and Louisiana. Like, what was it like going to those places? And we went to a plantation in Louisiana, man. And that was like, that was my first time on a plantation. And I didn't really know what the energy was going to be. So as we're like walking the property, uh, we're investigating. And at one moment, like we were, we were like looking up at the stars and you're like, you have like this this feeling of like wow like there was a moment there was a moment in time where like ancestors probably couldn't have been able to walk those grounds you know what i mean not freely uh and then getting an understanding of like what some of the some of the people that were living back then and what they would do on the land and how they would protect themselves it's just like it was a huge learning experience for me um, and then you realize that like the energy there was more welcoming than anything. Like it didn't, it wasn't dark. <laughs> you know, um, how do you guys like going to the swamps and the swamps and stuff in Louisiana? Cause I'm pretty sure you can get some pretty strong spirits in that area. <laughs> Bro, we did a boat in Louisiana. It was called the Delta Queen. It was like right on the river. Um, and that was one of our most haunted episodes. Like on that, on the little swamp river in Louisiana. Yeah, man, because like, you can't tell me, like, since, 
like even before America, like you can't tell me that there's like hundreds of bodies in in um, swamps somewhere. Or that happens. Oh, for sure. In swamps. For sure. Uh, <laughs> there's there's bodies in all these open waters, Mississippi River, you know what I mean? The swamps, yeah. like, man, you got, and nobody knows what's underneath them. You know what I'm saying? I would, it'd probably be an amazing spot to investigate. Not saying that I want to sign up for it, but you know, like, <laughs> it'd definitely be a, probably an interesting find. Yeah, it could be like the ghost version of um, Shark Week. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got family in Louisiana and I am okay. a lot of them, like they mess around with voodoo. Like they might not admit it, but I know that they do like those houses I'm not going to at all. Mm -hmm. But they but they go to the swamps and like they be collecting like animal skins and like all types of weird stuff. Yeah. Like snakes. I'm like, you know what, bro, that's enough for me too. That's enough. <laughs> I mean, they you learn you, honestly what I realized on, on this journey is like remain open-minded you know what i'm saying like I, I i'm aware that like my in my ignorance could really like block a a, a a large level of education like even voodoo i was like man what is this you know my my extent to voodoo was probably like they would say like you know you pin a dog you, you poke a doll and like that person that you set intention for is gonna feel that pain where you poke that doll and it's like i don't know how real or not real that is but that was my own that was my extent and you learn that like it's so much more to like to voodoo to other there's like hoodoo and there's like these are almost like religious practices yeah 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 it is like in 80 they practice it too religious yeah yeah, yeah. and i it's just that's somebody's belief system man so you got to take that you got to have a certain level of respect for that is there any place that you won't visit like me i can't go anywhere you know that like a massacre happened or like any like horrific crime happened. There's places I probably wouldn't go back to. <laughs> like the House of Wheels in Cleveland, Ohio. Wouldn't go back there. I have no no need. Uh, <laughs> what happened there? That, that sounds like it's just but it's so like it's so wild. So it started off built, it was like a messianic, it was like a Masonic temple, right? So it was built and constructed to harness energy. And then it transitioned to uh, like Cleveland's largest black funeral home. And so if you subscribe to the idea that like it was built to harness these energies, like now you're dealing with like death and grief, um, sadness, sorrow, all these different energies. And now that place is being led and owned and operated by the leader of the satanic movement. And it's just, Oh yeah. <laughs> it, I, it's just a lot. Like you, as soon as you walk into space, it feels dark. It feels, like it, it just feels harmful, bro. Like, and it was one of the like, it was one of the wildest episodes ever. A lot of churches are, are pretty spooky too, if you kind of look at it in a certain way. Like, um, cause like me, I went to a private school and like our church kind of just, it just kind of seemed like there was like something in there. In your, in your church? Yeah. It's like, especially, ex especially like the old ones that have that old Victorian look to it. Yeah. Like those, like those kind of churches. Yeah. Uh, churches, I mean, churches definitely have a lot of energy, a lot of spiritual energy. Um, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, that's just the house. That's, that's the house of the Lord 
for lack of a better term. So you already know, you already know what type of energy you're going to come across in there. Is there a place that you want to visit? Is there a place that you want to do an expedition at? Yeah, man, it's several places. I would love to go. I would love to get go international. So like I would love to explore uh, South America and um, I would love to go to Europe, like Eastern Western Europe. Uh, I mean, with South America, you got like old remnants of uh, civilization. So I would love to see what type of spiritual practices they had. Uh, in Eastern Western Europe, you got castles and you got like dark stories like Dracula. And so I would love to kind of explore that. Um, they got like a haunted forest in like Japan. I would love to kind of see that. Even in the States, I'd like to check out Alcatraz. Oh, that's still open for, for visitors? For visitors, yeah. You know, they ain't keeping prisoners in there no more. <laughs> if you want to go to prison in New York and we got Rikers Island, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can find some um, some spirits up in there. I heard you go on Rikers Island. You don't come out, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's definitely exactly why you could find some spirits in there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, <laughs> they, the wall, if the walls could talk in that bad boy. <laughs> You know, I think like you guys going over to the UK would be pretty dope because just the way the streets look and then like you hear the stories about like the headless horseman and, and like mm -hmm. the guy with the hook hand, stuff like that. I think that would be a... You got the Jack the Ripper story. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it would be really... It, I mean, you got medieval times over, you got castles, you got... Even to your point, you got old churches. It's like, you know, they had the dark ages in, in Europe, so... Like that right there in itself just kind of like lends to some. I went on a tour. I think I was somewhere near Boston. It might have been Rhode Island, like somewhere up there. They did a tour of Lizzie Borden's old house where she killed her parents at. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend who was with me, he seen a picture. Of her. He was like, oh, I could definitely shoot my shot with her. I'm like, boy. Boy, you, boy, stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm even actually chick along. Yeah, stop. <laughs> You don't even want them type of problems, whether dead or alive. Like, give that up. Like, would Believe you ever, it. like, um, like, would you ever, like, entertain going to, like, a place like Lizzie Borden's old house or, you know, something Man, like I would that? look, I, actually, I would be interested in going to the Lizzie Borden house. Mm -hmm. Just because we've gone to some of the most prominent haunted locations in the country and that's one of them like i would love to check out the amityville horror house yeah i never been there that's that's upstate new york. that's new york as well yep yeah um now now that i think about it i did kind of have a paranormal experience well i don't know if it's paranormal or not. i i just got the heebie-jeebies i was i was in the apartment where um where he where he fledged died at really yeah yeah i just I wasn't sure which room he died in. I wanted to ask the person, but I didn't want to be like, I'm some super fan. Or yeah. Like but yeah, I just kind of got the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, you could feel it. Something was off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, how long, you ain't stay long? How long did you stay? Like tw like 15, 20 minutes. Cause the people like, they were like selling the apartment. And um, the person I was with, she was looking to buy it and she just wanted somebody to come with her. And yeah. I just, you know, I mean, that's a story right there, though. It's kind of being an apartment where, where he passed away. Yeah, man. How about like where they, um, 
where the Manson murders happened. Like I know a lot of people be going there trying to summon spirits and, and all, all, all types of stuff. The interesting thing about those places is like, so many people go in and out and everybody has different intentions. So you never really know what type of energy you're gonna walk into going into those, goes, go, going into those locations. You got people going in there trying to summons up spirits. You got some people going in there maybe trying to cleanse the space. And so it's just like, uh, it, it's just, a, it's just a, a conflict of energy. You know, at this point, I think the ghost over there are just gone. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if ghosts just, I think ghosts just decide to leave when they want to leave. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's a timetable. Oh, you see, I just heard a noise. And, and I was going to say, you keep looking behind you, like something yeah. behind you. <laughs> like, I told you, every people I've been doing what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I no. get it. Like, the, it, the garage is open, so you might think somebody's just going to run up on you, but, like, nah, you keep looking behind you like something's <laughs> happening. Like, you you nervous? <laughs> Said I keep... <laughs> Would you guys ever come to New York and, like, do a show in the subway? Because I'm 90% sure you can get some spirits up in there, especially like the closed ones that's been closed since like the 50s and 60s. I ain't even think about that. You, you right. I think that would be dope. The New York subways? Yeah. And then you guys can take a spin to the East River and, and God knows what you find up in there. See, now you're going too far. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm with you, bro. I ain't even think about that. Yeah, the subways in New York. I mean, even the East River, I don't really know too much history about it, but I'm, I guarantee oh. it. Yeah, bodies, guns, bodies. Um, pollution. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know when um, Rihanna was about to have a baby and, and she was washing fruit and Barbados in the water? Mm -hmm. So I've I seen some other people by the piers, you know, just washing stuff, taking pictures on Instagram in the East River. I'm like, you eat that fruit, you're going to turn into a turtle or something. A tur Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> that, that's the most polluted water in in the world. Yeah. Wow, the things people do. <laughs> the things people do. You mentioned the Amityville house. You know, there's a lot of houses for sale that people won't buy just because it has the reputation for it to be haunted. Um, like, if the price is right, would you buy like one of them houses and live in it? Yes. Don't flip it. You got to yes. live yeah. it. Yes. That's an easy answer. Yes. <laughs> I would buy one of those houses yeah, if the one. price was right. And definitely, definitely find, figure out find, find, and find a way to purpose it. Like, I would repurpose it. I don't know if I would live in it, per se, but like... Nah, I think I'll live in it. I'll call you three guys up. You know, we'll summon up whoever's up in there and just make a deal. You make a deal? Yeah. Like, listen, this one... We're going we gonna to live here, but I need you to get, we got to get some ground rules established. Like you got to set some boundaries, but you get a, you get a nice, you get a nice size crib if the price is right. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this hotel in Oklahoma City. I think that's where like the Thunder, I mean, not the Thunder, um, where like opposing players go sometimes when they play the Thunder. I forgot the name of it. It's the, the Skirvin, the Screven, something like that. Okay. Um. It's a haunted Have you been there? No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's haunted. Mm -mm. I've never been. Yeah, I think you should. Nah. I've been there once. I didn't feel nothing. But... So you be out here exploring haunted locations? Not knowingly. Oh, got it. You just job. find yourself in them, and then yeah. you realize yeah, that my job kind of um sent me there one day, knowing like okay. oh, I'm messing around with ghosts. 
I thought you, I'm about to say, yeah, I thought you was like a little undercover investigator. I'm like, oh, you be doing this shit in your spare time. Pardon my friend. Like if I did stuff, if if I did what you guys did, it would be like, like I would like seek out like Tupac spirit, you know, Biggie spirit, like stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Know? You know, I'm not looking for um, the Headless Horseman or, or Michael Myers or you know, guys like that. Yeah, you trying to, you want to get in touch with some of the people from the culture. Yeah, Kobe, Will Chamberlain. All Will, them. Most, well, mostly Will for, you know, he gave me a few plays for, you know, off the court. But that's right. another podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we need you guys to come to some, to come to some of our sporting arenas in New York because we haven't won the championship here since like 2008 or nine. The next day, haven't won anything since I've been going. But yeah, we need you guys here to, you know, just fix whatever is wrong with our teams here. Look, man, I I hear you, but I can't I can't do that until I go to to my city and get my and get my team straight. See, I gotta go. I gotta go look out for the Bears. I gotta go look out for my Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to get my team straight before I come and try to look out for the Knicks. What are we talking about? I mean, like the Bulls are on the upward trajectory. Trajectory. So they are. I mean, the Bears. I mean, yeah. you guys got rid of Jay Cutler, so we're on an upward trajectory. So I think you guys are trending the right way. And then you guys yeah. got Harold's Fried Chicken. You know, that's my favorite spot when I go to Chicago. Oh yeah, it's dope. You gotta come check out the one in Miami. Yeah, I'm actually in Miami right now. I was I was looking at you, you, um, your Instagram page for it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I go there. Go check it out. It's on Washington Ave. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Beach. Are you in Florida now? Or? No, uh-uh. Oh, I was about to say, like, you come to, to the Miami Pro League tonight. Oh, dope. Yeah, no, nah, if I was in Florida now, I'd tell you to meet me at the restaurant. <laughs> Man, if I go there, I'm eating everything that's off my diet, and then I'm back to square one. Bro, I <laughs> just soak all my stuff in hot sauce. That's actually. it. If I go there, I'm like, you know what? I won't eat fried food for like a month after I go there, bro. I'm like, yeah, because I'm hitting everything on the menu. Like, like every time I go to Chicago, like I know I'm going to Harold's. I won't like I'll try and do the right thing for at least the month before, and mm-hmm. then. I'll go in when I get there and then the month after, or like whenever I get back, I'm that good for another month. Right. I already know. You gotta put yourself, you gotta put yourself on like a strict diet. Yeah, pretty much, man. I ain't trying to go out like Zion again. All right, man. Before we go, um, we gotta talk about your sneaker rotation. Like, what's in your rotation right now? And right now I got a, I got, you know, some Sakai's. Uh, what else I got in that joint? Got a pair of Jordan ones, lows. You rocking with Golden Goose? You familiar with Golden Goose? No, what's that? Uh, it's a it's a sneaker brand, high end high end sneaker brand. Oh, well, that's like what familiar. With. Say it again. The sneaker well, culture high. No, nah, first off, the sneaker <laughs> culture high end right now, bro. Don't do it like that. Like they about to flip. They about to, man. I ain't win the. I ain't even win the lottery or the draw on the little Travis Scotts. I tried to get them joints, the new man, ones. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't even try no more for that thing because one time, you remember the off-white UNC ones? Yeah. I won them on sneakers, and then my bank thought it was fraud, and then they canceled my order. So like ever since then, I haven't. I just deleted that. I can't. You was hurt. You was hurt. I was hurt. <laughs> you was hurt. How you feel about uh? How you feel about the new ones? The the new um Air Force Ones that Louis Vuitton collab is about to drop. I mean, like, I think that's seen the retail was like two grand. Yeah. I might have to sit that one out because like, all right, if you look at it like this, you can buy a regular pair of um, Air Force Ones and, and just have somebody customize it. It'll be right. cheaper. And just, buy the, and just buy the print. Exactly. That's what people have been doing all these years anyway. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get the Jackie Robinsons though. I wanted the Jackie Robinson dunks. I ain't oh, that one uh, yeah, those are those are my like my go-to. Like that's mostly what I rock. Like if I go to the store, yeah, a pair of dunks. But if I like yeah. if I'm like playing hoop or like I'm I usually rock Jordans. Not ones though, because they just too uncomfortable. What Jordans you hoop in? Tens. Tens um or thirteens. Really? You hoop yeah. in the thirteens? Mm-hmm. Fives. Fives. I can't hoop in sevens. I tried to, but I can't hoop in sevens, ones, or twos. That's fair. I can see that. Especially the earlier ones. Like, mostly yeah. the ones I probably could. If I'm, like, out somewhere, I probably rock ones. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't hooping that much anymore. So if I'm rocking ones, it's just going to be on on the casual tip. But since I've been out in Miami, I've been rocking a lot of Yeezys, just mostly the slides though. You said the slides? Yeah. Yeah. Once you, you like, put them on, like you, you can't go back. I tried them one day. I'm like, yo, these is like, it's like walking on marshmallows. Yeah, man, like you, you can't go back. I'm a Nike kid, so like I try not to, you know, dive too much into the Yeezys like that. But. Right. <laughs> I can't. I hear that. I hear that, man. What's your favorite? What's your favorite sneak right now? Right now, oh, that's a hoe. Um, probably the Dior ones. Like I don't wear them. Lows, like lows or highs? Not the highs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to get the lows, but you know, I was going back and forth with price on the guy. I'm like. Know what? I'm out. Yeah. You good? The Dior ones are solid. Yeah. Um, you wear them? You wear them nah, or you got them on ice? Now nah, I wore them once. So like game six of the finals, that was the only time I wore them. Like stuff like yeah. that you can't wear outside because either somebody gonna step on it, the back of your shoe, or somebody yep. gonna try them for you. They catch you slipping. So, yeah, they're gonna try and take them. Hundred percent. Yeah. So like most of the like most of the sneakers I buy, I can't really wear outside. Um, I'm, I hear you. My man said I got the exclusive footwork. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> you just gonna give them the little stuff like the little panda dunks. You gonna give them those? You ain't nah, gonna do too. You, you ain't going crazy. Nah, like I really don't tell people what I got. Like I just like to surprise them. Like they be like, oh, where you get them from? Like I don't know. I just got them. I just got them. 
I just got them. Like um, I so, got the Back to the Future joints, the um, the Air Mags. Mm-hmm. Like I never wore them, but I can't wear that anyway. I'm I look crazy wearing that. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there's this whole thing about like, do you wear your sneaks or do you not wear your sneaks? Like, how do you feel? Like, where do you fall, bro? Like, what's your thoughts on like wearing I mean, versus like, keeping them on ice? If you're gonna keep them on ice, you got to keep them in a cool room. Yeah, like you have to keep them in a um, case. But most of the time, honestly, like when I was at my height, I really don't buy sneakers like that no more. But when I had to buy, when I was in college, I used to buy like three at a time. I used to rock one, sell one, and just keep one on ice. That's how I ended up with a whole bunch now. Just, mm. just doing that. Yeah. And then, like the pair I would sell, I would use that money to buy something else. And it'd be like the same thing. We just repeat itself. Just keep flipping them. Yeah, but I can't do that no more. It's, it's just too much. It's getting out of hand. I don't even just the fact that like they be selling the fakes. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Like you gotta, you really gotta know your stuff before they catch you slipping. Like you pay two grand for a pair of fakes. Especially on like I hate it. I hate it. I was using uh on like you know certain platforms to kind of resell shoes. I think I know what you're talking. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's hard because you gotta like you gotta get it verified. You don't even know. Have you ever got caught with not caught, but like, have you ever got um like have you ever brought a fake and like you didn't know till like later? Nah, my man, like that's mm-hmm. good, man. Like I learned mines the hard way, and that's when I learned all about. Would you? You tried to resell them? Nah, I brought a pair. Um, what was it? a pair of sevens? I just bought it off the streets. I should okay. know that though. Yeah. I was a party once when I was in college, and I'm like, oh, damn, they got Dang. What happened? A jump man was, like, off? Like, it was... <laughs> nah, 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 it was this. It was the stitching was off. The stitching? Yeah, so after that, that's when I just learned everything about the stitching, serial numbers, the box, everything, manufacturing. Yeah. The, the type of paint that they use. You, like, you ain't going to get you again. All right, so I know you're from Chicago. Like, do you rock with um Don C sneakers? Any? I know Don C. I ain't never had a pair. I ain't never I had know, a pair. Man, if, if that was my man, man. <laughs> I don't know him. I say I know of Don C. Like, yeah, I know of Don C, but I ain't never. Yeah, if that was my man, it'd be a totally different <laughs> story. But no, I don't know. Uh, I'm saying like I know of him, and I ain't never had a pair. Yeah, like um the Don C Jordan too. That's one of my favorite. Two. Yeah, I got both. Of them. What 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 color? Oh, so the you like the blue ones, ones? The blue ones and the cream ones. I got both of them. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah the they look. They boxed, <laughs> they boxed up, ain't they? Nah, I wear the cream ones. I rarely wear the blue ones, though. Okay. Yeah, the cream ones got the little quilted pattern on that joint hard, bro. Don did his thing with those. Yeah, I wish he would have did some more with Nike before he went to Adidas, though. Yeah. All right, man. Um, I want to thank you for joining me today. I really enjoyed this sneakers, ghost. Um, do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Yeah, we got, um, I mean, you know, we got Fright Club right now on Discovery Plus and Travel Channel. That mm-hmm. uh, new episode drops every Thursday. Then we got Ghost Brothers Lights Out coming back in the fall. Be on the lookout for that. And then we uh, got to check out a pancake mix, man. It's called the Bros Gourmet. It's pancake and waffle mix. We got three flavors right now. Pumpkin spice, buttermilk, and red velvet. Um uh, 
It's dope. It's delicious. Everybody tells us that you don't you don't even need syrup. I agree. Um, but check that out. It's thebrosgourmet.com. And we're gonna be launching some new flavors. You know, the best food, like you don't need no ketchup or syrup or nothing like that. No, I don't know, not on the pancakes or waffles. No. See, man, you just, see, man, you just trying to put the weight back on me. Harold's chicken, pancakes and waffles. You see what's going on? <laughs> it's that comfort food. It's that comfort food. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks again for your time, man. Um, All right. Thank you, man.